Welcome to Rolls and Lols, the Humescope podcast. And for those of you who don't know Humescope, a quick overview, we are a recruitment training business um, founded and run by two recruiters, myself and Laura, who have been recruiting for over 30 years. Um, We're super passionate about the industry. We teach recruiters, agency owners all across Australia, New Zealand, and hopefully one day the world, because we're planning on taking it over. Um, Over to Laura. My name is Laura, co-founder of Humescope. Um, We're going to be running this podcast weekly. The aim is just to give you little bits of advice, tips, tricks, all related to the recruitment industry and hopefully some laughs along the way too. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you'd like more info, go to humescope.com.au. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Please give it a like, give it a follow, give it a share, send us a message, and spread the love and word. Hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. to this week's episode so this one is going to be around planning yeah business plans whatever you want to call them whatever they're called in your business but essentially planning it's so funny isn't it they get such a bad rap we get business plans they was like oh it's north yeah. if you really think about it it's a plan for your business yeah. it shouldn't <laughs> it, it's pretty self-explanatory yeah. and fundamental and oh, i think as recruiters, we need to be looking at our desks as our own businesses. Mm. That's how I was always taught. Yeah. Your desk is a business within the framework of its mm. business. You need to run profitable yeah. in your business. You need to have a strategy around how you're going to engage clients within your business, what you're going to charge them. You need to make sure that you're able to deliver. Like It's a business. Yeah. And, we, and we often then go, but it's a desk and, you know, I've got my targets for the quarter and that's enough. But yeah. actually, like... We should be planning it like it's yeah. a business. How are you going to get there? I think there's a quote that I love, and I posted it on my socials a year or two ago, and I should actually post it again. But a goal, a goal without a plan is just a dream. Nice. And that you are so good at these little quips. I don't know where I get them from. Oh, they just this is stored in my brain from heaps of podcasts. You could give well, it. Oh, we should do this one episode, right? We just give it as random subjects, and he has to come out. Come on, with quotes that he has got. Teacup. The teacup is never half empty. It's always half full. <laughs> you just pull it out, or you like, we'll be on like a Zoom or something, and it just rummage through his desk and hold up like a, a quote plant. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? No, but it is, it's really good. And what, um, I, I can't, there's no quote around this, but <laughs> yeah, where's your quote it's on? like the difference, I was talking about this with someone the other day, like the difference between like stress, uh, fuck, I don't know. You're it's, not the quiet person. No, but it's something it. like the difference between stress and not stress <laughs> is having a clear plan. Oh my God, it's over. Basically, the worst quote I'll, it. I'll find it. <laughs> this is useless, sorry. <laughs> Moving on back to Ez's. <laughs> if it's something like, if you don't have a plan, that's what causes unhealthy stress. Oh, 100%. Because you don't know where you're going or how you're going to get there. The difference between here and here is... Okay, that, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. 
When they turn there, it's like, beep. Yeah, like, you're a stuff <laughs> um, It's fundamental. I, I, uh, I, it's the first thing I do when I coach people. You sit down and I'm like, what's your annual plan? Yeah. And I don't just mean your what you want to happen in your business. Mm. I mean, what is your holistic mm-hmm. plan for the year ahead? Yeah. What do you want to achieve personally? Yeah. What do you want to achieve professionally? How are your professional goals going to help you achieve yeah. your personal goals? And I think we have to look at intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not like, it's something like only 10% of people in sales roles are actually genuinely motivated by extrinsic things mm-hmm. such as um, targets, bonuses, incentives, yeah. that apparently for 90% of people can only last for a certain number yeah. of months before people will lose their motivation yeah. if they're not intrinsically motivated. Yeah. So if you don't have intrinsic motivators, i.e personal goals you want to hit it's then very hard mm. to go well why do i keep getting up every day and doing this job oh, that can be relentless at some point you say holistically rather than i've got these numbers that i need to hit mm. and i'm going to make five calls here and i'm going to and that's typically why i think people hate business plans because that's what they do over two pages this is my market i'm going to target tech and it businesses 50 star i'm going to make 10 calls here i'm going to do three interviews here and hopefully I'll get to 100K. That's not a business plan. That's just KPI planning. Yes. That's that's what it is. It's KPIs. And also, I'm a big fan of KPIs. Yeah. And I know so, you are too. Yeah. They formulate part of your plan. But if you don't have one, how the fuck do you know where you're going? Yeah. The financials are a part mm. of your plan. Yeah. If anyone, you know, I... I the words SWOT analysis need to be banned. <laughs> Why we build them into business plans, that's... You know, yes, it's nice to do some kind of backstory of like, where are my strengths, where are my weaknesses? But like, we build entire business plans over SWOT analysis. Your business plan should be, here are my goals. Yeah. What does this look like from a uh, personal perspective? What does this look like professionally? Mm. What's my strategy for this year? What do I believe in? Mm. What do I offer my clients? What does that translate to in terms of my actual uh, outreach strategy? Mm. Like it needs to be detailed. a detailed plan of how yeah. you're going to get to where you get to. And then you need to be in that every week. Yeah. I'm in my plan every week. Mm. But if you are listening to this and you have got a two-page quarter or year business plan that details your KPIs, and that's that fine, you should have them, but how are you going to get there? So how you can flesh out that business plan, which is a really easy way, start with the end result. I'm on to bill 600 grand this year. Cool, great. Let's scale that back. What does that mean quarterly? Cool. What does that mean client-wise? Cool. There's, there's going to be 10 new clients a quarter or a year. Okay, cool. Further back, how am I going to get these clients? Okay, where do they sit? They sit in Melbourne, they're usually teams of 50. Cool. How am I going to engage with them? It's not going to be cold BD call, I can guarantee you that. It's on average, it's going to take me eight touch points. Okay, cool. What are those touch points? Is there any value that I can add amongst those touch points? How am I going to do that on mass? On average, how many clients do I need to reach out to to engage with 10? X amount. Okay, cool. So now I know I need to reach out to 500 clients. Do I have that level on my database? No. How am I going to get it? LinkedIn? Seek? Blah, blah, blah. There's so much that goes behind the scenes of your end result KPIs and your financial targets that if you don't flesh out, you will get into a mode of, I can't do this. It's too hard. I don't know where to go. And we've all had those weeks where we're not following through with a plan or tracking along it. 
and you're scrabbling, you're like, oh fuck, nothing's working. And it's so easy to just get into that mindset of nothing's working because you don't have a plan. So you don't know if you're actually working towards the actual goal. Because we all know in recruitment, the stuff that you put in won't always return revenue. And so it's hard to, it's, it's so easy to just stop doing it. Because you're like, nothing's working, I'm not making money. But in actual fact, if you had a plan, you could go, I'm tracking along it. It's not making me money right now, but if this is part of the plan and it will turn around. Yeah, it's such a good point. You need, it's like an anchor point, isn't it? Mm. It's like a trust point of like, but I'm doing the numbers and I'm doing, I'm doing what I said and I know that this will lead to mm. X, Y, and Z because it has in the past. And I think we were talking to our new recruiters about this in, in week eight of their course, which is all around kind of trust and self-belief and, you know, having resilience. Like you need to back the activity. And if you can't tick off stuff, like I stick with my plan, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what? That hasn't got to the end result yet, but like I'm on the path with that. Like if you don't have something fundamental, you do just end up and you might bill, but mm. you probably will do this. And also what is worse than that is you might be billing and high figures, but you might fundamentally never really trust in the process because you're like, well, I didn't really have a plan to do that. I just managed to do it. Mm. And then I think that's where self-doubt comes in or imposter syndrome because people associate their success with luck or just having a good month mm. as opposed to no i've been following this solid plan for like three four months now the reason i got that outcome yeah. i can track it back to all of the stuff that i said yeah. i was going to do and i think even just staying true to you know like on a bigger picture like what do i want my year to look like mm. like sometimes i revisit because i i always at the beginning of my business plan i'm like what are my three words for this year like mm. what do i want to embody like just in terms of feeling this year right and one of the ones this year is joy mm. and so every week i look at that and i'm like am i am i there yeah. like have i had a week where i've not embodied joy and why is that and what do i need to change and so i think we need the fundamentals in there but we also need the bigger picture stuff of like Am I still building the life that I want through mm. the work that I do? Yeah. You know, I think it's fundamental because you get to the end of the year and it's like you, you also want something to look back on. Yeah. And like, oh my God, I did all of this stuff. Yeah. It wasn't just about hitting the numbers every single yeah. month. And I think if you, you know, recruitment can teach us to run a business. Mm. So we need to take every opportunity oh, to feel like we're running a business when we're in it. You're ready on the time, aren't you? I'm like the time. Yes, it is. The time is up. Well, lol, something funny happened with Spencer, my dog. Um, I know this. I think you might, but it just popped into my head. (laughs) So he's a small little kvidor crossing the road, and I didn't have poo bags for him. Oh, my God. And I could see that he was about to take a massive (laughs) shit in the middle of this massively busy highway, red lights, cars everywhere. They're all stopped. And Spencer starts pooing at the start of the walk. I'm like, stop, Spencer. Tries to drag him. So I picked him up, crossed the road, and he's still shitting, and it's all coming outside of him whilst he's in my Horrible. And meanwhile, I'm looking around, and everyone in their cars (laughs) are howling with laughter. Didn't have poo bags, was so embarrassed. I literally got to the end of the other side and was like, no, nah, I'm just walking off. I would have loved to be in one of those cars. And also knowing Spencer, I can imagine he would have been embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a good picture of his face. Oh, oh God, that's us this week. Bye.